right, Jimmy. All Real right. talk, uh, which gender is more annoying about music? Men, for sure. <laughs> you think? Uh, yeah. Uh, I know they're both annoying about it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... I think men are more, like, oppressively annoying. Oppressively? Oppressingly? Like, okay, you're saying you'd rather talk to a man about radio you'd rather you'd rather talk to a woman about phoebe bridges than a man about radio right? i would rather not talk to either of those people <laughs> honestly but here's the thing because like i feel like actually nah, they both suck honestly i think just uh stay away from people who like music <laughs> yeah that's, that's actually that's or musicians in general yeah that's like that's a that's a safe it's safe I think that is a maybe it's an overly safe answer. I don't know because talking to somebody who like loves Phoebe Bridgers, whew, that is a fucking that's hard sometimes. Yeah. Or like I remember I talked to somebody who um, had like two Phoebe Bridgers tattoos, and I was like, wow, this is like really weird. And I and and they like were like, you better not talk shit about Phoebe Bridgers or else I'm gonna lose it. And I was like, whoa, okay. You're going to bury her with those. It's like they're... <laughs> I know. Those are going to be on your body <laughs> forever. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know, man. And then, But then there's also, like, the guys guys who are, like, really... I feel like the worst kind of music guys are, like, the dudes who are really into, like, um, like Deftones or, like... Oh, uh, yeah. What's that one album? Sunbather? Oh, yeah. Deaf Heaven. Yeah, yeah Deaf Heaven. Yeah. yeah. I confuse... I mean, but, like, that whole, like, sort of black metal shoegaze crowd but like pitch yeah pitchfork but, black metal but pitchfork black metal they're so fucking annoying oh my god yeah no Shut we were just talking up. about pitchfork and i honestly that's like one of the last um it's like one of the last records that they blew up like they, they can't really do that anymore they no. like but they blew that record up you know oh yeah everybody listened to that i had it on vinyl actually really <laughs> yeah i was yeah that yeah. kind of kid i was like geez, like 2013 i guess yeah i totally listened to it when i was like really into pitchfork like three years ago or whatever but then the the album cover for that is like so weird it looks like a um 1975 album cover that's true you know what i mean it's (laughs) like this like pink like lush color and like it's got the like it's literally like almost the same font as like a 1975 or like neighborhood album no but like i think i think that that shows like they knew what they were doing like they knew which crowd yeah true that's true Honestly, like they weren't going for like shit. it's a good record. I just you know, I'm talking shit about people who are like way too into that record. Yeah, well, it's like it's, it. I've been kind of preoccupied by it because it's like uh, like the annoying music dude is like a really strong presence, so strong in like the culture, like the cultural public at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah, like uh, fan, like. The Anthony Fantano oh, like, phenotype. Horrible. It's so bad. But that's why I would say more I would be more tempted to say men. Because like holy shit. They're so obnoxious. But they're at the like, same time, if you go back and you like look at the history, it's like the invention of like the entire like culture that we like that it all exists in, like goes back to the like the fifties and like teeny bopper stuff and the fact that like uh like young women became like they were like an emerging market in music and like that was like how like the the british invasion happened and stuff and like it's like that was how the that was like the beatles like the bedrock of the beatles entire like cultural takeover like relevance was like women 
Yeah, it was like the, yeah, it was like BTS stands were actually the first thing. Oh yeah, that's that's true. Honestly, that's probably why. That's that's definitely why. Like, uh, well, this sounds stupid. This is why I like. I'm pretty sure I like weren't a bunch of like Elvis. Like Elvis, was like a sex icon. Yeah, you know? no, Elvis. It was like a like he like got all this controversy because like he was like on TV singing a song and he like shook his hips. Whoa. Yeah, no, that's like pretty gay. Mothers were like clutching their fucking. They were screaming and, they like, hiding like, their children. They were jizzing so hard when they saw that. Yeah, no, exactly. But it's, like, that's that's at the root of it, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's true. I I mean, yeah, I feel like that, but that, oh, man, that's a good point, honestly. Because, like, if I had to pick between, like, talking to, like, I don't know, a ra- uh See, because I honestly, maybe this is more revealing about who I am as a person, but I feel like I could probably find common ground with somebody who was like an obnoxious music prick, like really yeah. into like Radiohead or something. Because I like Radiohead sometimes. Yeah. But like, but then like, <laughs> there's like the people who are like really into BTS, and I would rather fucking like shoot myself than well, have yeah. like a full conversation with them about how much they love bts and also it's like you know i have like no empirical evidence to back this up but i do feel like the like annoying 2010s like hipster cultural paradigm that existed like existed because it was like a time where there were like just like tons of men involved in the scene yeah. and now that like uh i don't know like women are sort of like <laughs> that women are coming back <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know but it's like yeah no it's just like way more like uh, i mean like women are doing much more interesting things in music in like greater numbers than men right now there's like a lot more it's like i don't like my favorite record my, my favorite working artist is adrian lenker but like it yeah. obviously goes much deeper than that at the same time but it's also like i feel like a lot of like the just like straight up bare bones like revenue of the music industry is like stuff that gets like directed towards women it was like the vinyl industry got like basically a fucking 08 style bailout in the form of that adele uh 30 vinyl press it was like that and it was like vinyl sales were like they surpassed like every other physical medium that year and it was like how many men bought that i think my (laughs) mom bought that oh nice she bought a cd so well okay you know that's just a testament i i completely agree and i think that and the uh the uh what is the word that I'm looking for? Ubiquity of the Crosleys. Oh yeah, the little suitcase. Mm-hmm. The Barnes and Noble. Yeah, and they like ruin your fucking records when you play them. Yeah, like, but, like really everybody, all, all the cool, all the cool hipster girls had a Crosley, and all the cool hipster guys had a Crosley. I had, I had, I like when I had a record player, it was definitely something worse than a Crosley. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like you'd like play one record on it, you put like something on it, and it would like just fucking destroy it. Like it would scratch it to shit. Yeah, exactly. Shame. Also, though, just as like a side note, you know what? I like that. That's another like, uh, like zombie cultural thing is like vinyl records being cool again. I don't believe that anyone actually thinks that. It's like an NPC thing now to like. Be like, I, I like bought the vinyl. vinyl of this album. It's that's blue. True. That's honestly true. <laughs> it's like I don't know any serious. That's so fucking true, though. Like, like I like I got Igor by Tyler the Creator on, on baby <laughs> yeah, pink vinyl. Sounds literally <laughs> exactly the same, if not worse, <laughs> than listening to it on Spotify. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, yeah, dude. I, I mean, I definitely do that sometimes too. I'm like, wow, this album's so good. I want it on vinyl. 
and like then like i don't listen to it or whatever like yeah. I, ha- I have at least like one or two records in my like small little collection that are like completely unopened yeah no my i had like a i like inherited a bunch of records from my grandparents when i was like a kid because like i was like a, I, you know i was like i want to get into vinyl records when i was like 15 True. so yeah, my grandparents same. gave me their like steely dan and like weather report records what your grandparents were listening to steely dan and yeah my, gra- my grandpa yeah he's That's shout right. out to my shout out yeah. shout out to riley's grandpa, grandpa. pete really grandpa good pete. guy yeah he gave uh, he had like pretzel logic and he had gaucho and it was like i then i went and bought like a bunch of records on my own and like looking back nothing that i like bought for myself was like better than anything that i already had it was like i bought like um jesus christ yeah i bought sunbather by deaf <laughs> heaven i had that on vinyl yeah i had um the death grips arctic album monkeys with the dicks. <laughs> no i never no, i never good. did arctic monkeys that's but i thing. did get uh modern vampires of the city another 2013 well, dude that's actually a really good album though yeah well, i love like, that album we talked about that that's like one of my favorite vampire i think that is my favorite vampire weekend album yeah but when it's i buy it on vinyl though I mean, I don't know if it's the same for you, but personally, like, I, I definitely ambiently thought that for a really long time, like, y- for years after. And then, like, Vampire Weekend came back and, like, did that whole, like, oh, we're back. Like, they released an album, and I went, like, you know, like, this is kind of mid, like, but at least I have their other, like, classic records to go back to. And then I, like, went back and listened to them, and it was just, like, I was, like, what was I thinking? Like, what were we all <laughs> thinking? It's, like, it's so a product of its times. It's, like, Arcade Fire. Like, you look oh, back yeah. on it with just a little bit of shame. Or, I don't know. Maybe that's just me being, like, ah, I don't know. Because arca- I was listening to Reflector the other day. It's pretty good. Yeah, Reflector um, is pretty good. Re- oh, no, but that's the uh, that's the other connection. That is, that is like, I think anyone would agree, like, that they're a, a little embarrassed about LCD Sound System. Yeah. And that was James Murphy did the Reflector oh really yeah that's why it's good oh that makes sense yeah it's pretty good it's got the like night like the drums sound good it's dancey you know what i mean yeah dude he has great taste honestly james murphy yeah dude also like one of the last covid things that happened was that he like like tried to start like a show residency in brooklyn (laughs) i remember that super (laughs) i remember that he's like (laughs) welcome to this lcd super spreader show (laughs) he said that that it actually happened like it like you know how many thousand people got it or something it's crazy it's kind of hilarious though anyways uh welcome to fake radio yeah welcome welcome back i'm riley again i'm jb and uh today we're talking about zombie culture like uh undead things that yeah we like all just that, have to things deal that with. died a long time ago but we're still doing yeah like for instance like i mean like the big example that like everyone knows about is like the simpsons it's like zombie yeah, like dude. it's like go watch a new episode of the simpsons they did like an elon musk episode that's a zombie show yeah the simpsons I personally have probably watched like six episodes of The Simpsons like uh, in total. So it's not you know what I mean? And it's like I, it almost to to this like they keep making them, and clearly there's some you know whatever like. How old would you have to be to feel really nostalgic about The Simpsons? How old? Forty. Thirty. Forty. 30, I don't know. Forty. I don't know. Like you're like about that age. You're like thirty-seven. And you watch The Simpsons when you were a kid. Yeah. And, like, you love it. And you keep watching it. But it's, like, not good. Yeah, you associate it with, like, MTV or something. Right, exactly. Yeah, and when MTV used to be cool. 
Yeah, but like the the point is is that like uh you know it's existed since like the 80s or something, and it's like there was a period of time when it was like undoubtedly really good, uh, and then it just sort of continued to exist and like hollowed out slowly oh, yeah. over a long period of time to the point like where Bob like Dylan. <laughs> no you know no you know what bob dylan is one of the only non-zombie artists of like his generation in my opinion dude, i like i like now I, dude he looks like he, he looks dead don't get me wrong like, he looks and he sounds like you put him in a microwave for too long <laughs> you know what fucked though, up, but it's true you know what though it's like dude like you have like Van Morrison is like putting out like anti-lockdown music. Oh, that's actually so disappointing. Like there's all that stuff with like Neil Young and Joni Mitchell being like, "I'm taking my music off yeah, of Spotify," they took this shit off. and it's yep. like, dude, oh, that's so. You're such a rebel. You're such a '60s counterculture rebel. Look at look at Easy Rider over here, fucking <laughs> taking their music off of. That's bravely true. taking their music off of Spotify. <laughs> Whoa. It's like, how much oil does it take to fucking press a vinyl record? And you're like, mm. oh, but, but Joe Rogan is spreading misinformation. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They both had how polio. How much Russian oil? Oh. Uh, I'm not even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. R- uh, Russia? Um, no, they both had polio, apparently. Neil Young and, <laughs> and Joni Mitchell. Swear to God. They both are survivors of polio. Like, I'm not fucking with you. I'm, like, pretty sure about that. Do you think there were polio anti-vaxxers? No, because they, like, they're so old that, like, I'm pretty sure. Fuck, when was polio, like, I don't know. I was talk- I was watching a George Carlin show the other day, and he was talking about, like, people getting polio. <laughs> like, the 40s or 50s, polio was huge, right? Does that <laughs> sound right? The big, I may- I don't know. Anyway, they both got polio and survived it, which is uh, uh, a lot of people died from that. And so I think they have very specific feelings about like vaccinations because there wasn't a vaccine available to them back uh, then. Okay, you know I, what? I because I want to defend them because I I like I like them and they're old and I heard that Neil Young's sort of a douche, but you know I I also heard that he likes model trains. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, actually, that's cool. Yeah. No, they're they're old, sweet people. Like, you know, I don't begrudge them that, but it's like, you know, like if, if Joni Mitchell released an album today, like what would it sound like? Versus, you know what? You know what? I, yeah. Like Bob Dylan released an album in 2020 or in 2021. It's probably terrible. <laughs> no, I honestly really liked it. Okay, there was like some shit on it that was like, it was what we're talking, it was Zombie Dylan. Like there were some like, blues Amen. numbers Lockdown blues. no yeah it was like this r- like really like somnambulistic like sleepy like s- like slow enough for him blues songs yeah. and that was weak i was like i'm not interested in like what you're doing there but then like weirdly it was like some of the stuff he was doing was honestly like i would almost say quite literary like it was like the the lyrics He's still pretty sharp. He like he had taken a break from like the never ending tour, so his voice had like mended a little bit. Like he sounded he got a like little a car better. crash too, didn't he? Or something. Are you talking about like the motorcycle accident in the seventies? No, it was like recently. I don't know. Jackson was telling me that one of his friends in Austin like met him. And he like shook his hand and he was like a fuck like a wax figure. And I, I was like, damn, <laughs> how old is he? I can imagine that yeah. to be the... Well, no, it's like, dude, he was like... Like, 
he grew up in like Duluth, like Minnesota. He went to college for a while. He he actually joined a frat in Minnesota. Yeah, he was frat. Crazy. And then he like dropped out and went to New York to like find Woody Guthrie in the hospital or something. And that was like when he like got into like the the scene. Yeah. <laughs> when he met leonard cohen i don't think that dylan is like actively like uh participating in like zombie culture though it's like i read an interview with him where it was like they interviewed him around the time of like all the george floyd protests and like oh well no no like not even to get into it but just to say like i was surprised by how like sharp and witty and interesting he was like what do you say I'm, like, really curious, actually, what he said. They asked him, like, you know, like, you're singing a lot about death on your new album. Is it, like, because you're getting so old and, like, occupied by your own mortality or whatever? And he's like, no, when I sing about death, I think about, like, the extinction of the human race. It's like, you know, like, I like like I don't know. He talked a lot about Thelonious Monk, which I thought was interesting. That's like, pretty cool. He was like, yeah, you know, like, these days I write a song by just, like, hearing something that seems like an interesting path. And I just kind of, like, jump off it and go from there. And he specifically mentioned, like, this, um really affected strange solo version of ruby my dear by thelonious monk and i was just like this is cool man like i don't know like it i think he's he's still there that's good no like like for real like i think he's still there like compare that to like brian wilson who is like only technically still alive or like dude i thought he died oh dennis wilson died yeah right okay never mind and like neil young he's cutting records all the time but i still don't know if i fully believe that he's alive <laughs> yeah yeah they faked their death <laughs> <laughs> like they faked their lives it's like like this like or like the queen like i don't believe that she's alive i believe it's just a skin puppet just a bunch of orphans in a trench coat <laughs> like yeah what a bunch of raccoons a like bunch of charles dickens some... characters <laughs> <laughs> yeah a bunch of dirty orphans yeah no it's like street urchins like they said a few months ago like the queen is entering like a new phase and she won't be (laughs) appearing in (laughs) public for a while no like they straight (laughs) up said she's entering a new phase and then like i was like in my head i was like they're just like gear they're like they're trying to figure out how to tell the world that the queen is dead She's entering a new phase where she doesn't show her face to the public, and um, her soul has been uploaded <laughs> into Justin Trudeau's body <laughs> yeah. or like something. <laughs> That's dope. Oh my god, she's gonna yeah, she totally killed Princess Diana. I uh, yeah, straight I think up. it's just confirmed, right? I I believe it. I don't know much about like the theory there, but I believe yeah. it. Wasn't that during the Troubles too? I don't. I don't. The troubles, know. like the IRA? Like IRA. Oh yeah, that was like around that time. Yeah, I think it was ninety six, ninety seven. Damn man. Yeah, around that, around that period. Also, just one more troubles thing. Uh, Barry Lyndon, the best Kubrick movie. Yeah. He was filming it in Ireland in the seventies, and he was like on the IRA like kill list because he was like flying the British flag what? in Ireland. Really? As like part of the movie. It was like, oh, you know, just to like have like. I didn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> just like in his like sets. Okay. But anyway, anyways, like zombie culture. Yeah. Sorry. Let's go back to zombie culture. It's, it's a str- like, I honestly think that like most of the like terms and ideas that we use to describe like our social reality, like do not at all apply to like how anything currently like case in case in point, like the term indie. The term indie is total bullshit. I think it was all. I think it's always been total bullshit. 
I mean, like, I, like it's ostensibly like started out from like artists that were like, they they like found ways to like record and like tour and perform without a, a record label, and so they were yeah. like actually like independent artists. But it's like at this point, independent. There's like a whole like like network of like quote unquote big indie record labels. Well, yeah, that's that's the thing. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Like that that term. I think independent is a different term, but like the term indie is so that's a great example of like oh you were talking about like that's like that's just it's bullshit it's just a term like for like artists who can't sing but music journalists are gonna try to make you listen to them anyways at this point yeah it's just um children of white collar criminals (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think it's just like a lazy other children of white collar criminals (laughs) it's just like a lazy marketing strategy to get like cute white kids to like listen to your music but at the same time like it's speaking now as like uh someone who like aspires to be a bit of an artist it's Mm -hmm. like if you want to try and like market yourself or like put your music out there at all you have to be like oh i'm like an up-and-coming indie artist yeah that's true (laughs) you know it's like 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 you still like it's still like the social reality for like artists on the ground yeah maybe maybe it's not anymore maybe it's like a different term that's equally dead now for like i don't know people people have been coming up with like their own terms for their music but i also think that's just as fucking stupid it's like uh, inventing like new pronouns for yourself. If you're just like making sad acoustic guitar songs, but right. you're going, "This is like castle core." Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. And I'm just like, nobody gives a shit. So. Yeah, but it's like, and like honestly, I think a lot of other like, to the extent that like j- the idea of like genre has like intermingled with like the idea of like the scene that someone comes from, like that shit is all like completely useless zombie stuff it's like hype or like hyper pop like i feel like that's a term that like is still just like slowly rolling down the hill off of like inertia yeah but it's like has it applied to anything or anybody like since 100 gex or is it just like a hashtag that people try to use to blow up on tiktok yeah it's a lazy again it seems like sort of an industry term right it's like if you were like an artist if you were an up-and-coming artist and you make like abrasive gabber music with like crazy high pitched vocals. You'd be like, "This is hi- I'm a hyper pop up and coming artist, and uh, whatever my name is, ADHD." Yeah, I don't know. Chain link ass. Their mom's like in the car. <laughs> like yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't even fucking. Know. And also, like, this is only gonna like be thrown into sharper relief by the fact that like. These things that are supposedly that supposedly denote like genre and scene, like we were talking about Bandcamp getting bought by Epic Games, but it's like, yeah, these are now going to be like categories on like an NFT marketplace. It's hashtag like, hyperpop. Yeah, it's like it's an NFT of. I was gonna make a bad joke, but I'm not gonna make it anymore. I was gonna make a joke about. Come uh, on, no, <laughs> it's not appropriate. We were talking about Sophie earlier. <laughs> <laughs> all right not appropriate it's all an appropriate right. joke hey r.i.p sophie yeah r.i.p honestly nothing that but respect really for sophie also i was also talking about this to jb earlier like if you're into like electronic music and you think like cool stuff is happening right now now more than ever you should like take the autecker pill <laughs> yeah <laughs> everyone's super like everyone who's like remotely popular right now is super swimming in their wake like mac after dennis right exactly 
Yeah, O'Reilly's showed me a bunch of Autech earlier. Um, There's some pretty good stuff. It's pretty cool. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah. But, like, uh, I don't know. It's, like, uh, I think that, like, yeah, like, I don't know when it happened or, like, how specific, like, how with any specificity to, like, zero in on, like, the mechanics of it. But it's, like, I feel like most of, like, the, like, places and ways that, like, like, like most of the places where, like, supposedly culture happens and is produced, it's, like, they've all just kind of been taken over by, like, marketing interns and, like, it's, like, think, or, like, uh, you know, I'm gonna, like, reveal how uncool I am, but it's, like, think about, like, the, like, the, like, indie subreddit or something. It's, like... R slash indie? Maybe. I don't remember. I what don't know. Indie hat. Oh, indie heads. Yeah, indie heads. Yeah, no, but it's like um, I remember when I was like a kid, like at like a like early in college, it was like a really like cool place to find new music, and now it's just like um, another like stop on like the promotion, like on the PR yeah. train for like AMA. Mo- yeah, exactly. It's I'm like, releasing my new album on Friday. Yeah, it's like if you go on like the the front page of it, and it's like I'm not saying like there was ever like culture on Reddit, or if there ever was, it was like never good. Yeah, you know what I mean. But anyways, it's like it's literally just like that's like a there's like a million users or something, but it's nevertheless like a wasteland where there's like no engagement. There's just like the next white collar criminal child indie band is like gonna do an AMA and get like twenty comments, and the mm. moderators there are like so honored to have them and like get to be a part of the music industry. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think that that's definitely true but i also like it's also i think it's also maybe more innocent than that sometimes we're like i mean like for i don't go on reddit super often i have the app on my phone and occasionally i'll I'll open it up but like there's like a, a king gizzard reddit it's like r slash giz heads or gizverse or something nice and that that reddit i think is awesome because it's just like all uh, just just a bunch of fucking nerds like literally just like they'll post like alternative album art or like they'll have like interviews with the band members like band members will just come on and be like hey it's it's michael from king giz what's (laughs) up guys yeah Um, and like that that to me feels more honest and it's almost like they've built this little like cool community and i don't i don't want to say like feedback loop sounds negative as fuck but like like it's like this cool like like it's just like a place where where um you know people are just like extremely geeky about king gizzard and the lizard wizard well and that's wholesome to me no yeah well like to the extent that it is that like that's like one of the few like those are the kinds of places where social media is still like a little good where like there's no like there's no possibility of someone like hustling their way into like fame off of it or like no, yeah. or like any of the like accompanying idiocy that comes along with that. It's just this like little community of people who are like, I just love making like chia seed bread. Right. Exactly. Like, those are like <laughs> yeah. the friends you can still make on the internet. Like anything yeah. else I don't think you should trust. You know what I mean? True. It's true. Yeah, dude. Um, no, yeah, I completely agree. But yeah, like all this zombie culture stuff, like I really do think that it exists because it makes it like easier to astroturf. You, what, you know, what like, does that mean? Like just like when like uh like you know like bot accounts and like shills like come out of the woodwork on social media to like produce like ten thousand tweets about like 
Charlie XCX oh. and get her trending. You know, it's like yeah. Oh, like or like politically, <laughs> like you know, it's like the the Donald subreddit, like uh, that was like yeah. supposedly this really big deal in getting Trump elected, or like his all of his like Facebook activity. It's like you know, like it might have just been a bunch of like milk toast, like lame ass fucking libs who like made it up so that they could like be cool but like people like yeah. I, seemingly credible sources have been like yeah most of that was completely fake activity yeah that makes sense that reminds me of like the um the twitter accounts for <laughs> were we talking about this like there's like a beatles twitter account and it like just sort of like auto searches twitter and finds tweets that that have like the word beetles in them and like we'll retweet them randomly like it's oh. there's like a like sort of arbitrary scan of them I'm, I'm sure it's more complicated than that but like they retweeted this one guy who was like i fucking hate the beetles they're a bunch of <laughs> shit bags and this documentary sucks and they just retweeted it to their account and it was actually like really really fucking funny yeah no and but that's like that's a moment where that fake engagement with fans which is totally like you know whatever ai generated like it's like literally like a piece of code it's funny no yeah like it is like it's all really ramshackle and like rickety because like you know these are people who like could be working for amazon but instead they're getting paid by like like yoko ono to like make a twitter account to yeah. like hype the beatles up it's like it's like these guys uh, who like couldn't get hired at google or like keeping the music industry alive i'm doing air quotes i don't it's yeah like, I don't know. dude yoko ono yoko ono is fascinating to me honestly no yeah actually no disrespect to yoko ono yeah i like yoko i actually also like uh sean lennon yeah no Their he's son. cool he's a great producer he's got tracks with primus the yeah. primus bassist which is he's cool he's a cool dude but yeah it's like i mean like i think and like you know we talked a bunch on the last episode about like how music criticism is in this really weird place and it's on its back foot because like there isn't any cultural authority strong enough to like create trends anymore like it all just sort of like self generates off the algorithm and like this endless sea of engagement and so anyone trying to make sense of it is like perpetually on their back foot they're like never going to be able to like put something forward and off of their own authority like blow it up and say like this is good and this is what people should be into so like the critics are all fucked up but it it gets even funnier when you realize that that at this like they're they're probably mostly responding to astroturf. They're it's like you know it's like yeah or like uh what's the it's the term that like people say is it's like an industry plant. Oh, the industry plants. Yep. Yep. That might that might also be a zombie idea at this point too because I feel like everyone's an industry plant now. <laughs> so it's like it's not even a useful thing actually. I know it's definitely for some for some artists it's like glaringly obvious i think like i don't know i'm trying to think um fucking i know that like claro <laughs> tons of shit for like people are like she's a fucking industry plant because yeah. uh i think her dad or something worked for converse yeah he's like an executive yeah he's like some executive and he like worked he worked on like the rubber tracks thing which is like the converse weird live performance thing oh yeah it's like how yeah. like and it's know, like, like there's some weird connection somewhere down the line and my dad's gonna blow me up because he could get me booked at the hubba bubba yeah. <laughs> bubble gum show <laughs> yeah yeah exactly but anyway, as an example i'm pretty sure it's it's fairly common well yeah and like chance the rapper's dad was like this like uh like 
heavily ingrained um chicago like democratic party figure like worked on barack obama's like early campaigns oh i didn't know that actually industry and plants I'm, yeah industry Found. plant he fucking chance rapper is so funny man well also yeah it's like no one even cares about him anymore no like, I mean, definitely it's not. Like, i'm showing that i'm old because it's like that's what i was like into in high school that's what everybody was into in high school though especially in chicago dude like everybody was like yeah, chance kind of sucks, but but acid rap though, it's so good and like, and like this everybody knew every word of his fucking songs and it was, I never liked it. When I was a freshman in college, the big songs were um No Problem by Chance the Rapper, yep. One Dance by yeah. Drake, classic. I love that song. And um, uh, Broccoli by Lil Yachty. Yeah, no that yeah that lines up honestly that lines up with my with some of my high school experience. Yeah, man. Lollapalooza. Terrible. Terrible. Got a fucking Chicago boy. Fucking Chicago. I think that one of my... um, Spencer's going to Tree Fort in Iowa, um, which is a crazy... I think it's like five days. Four days? That's long. I I I think it's four days, honestly. I think it's like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I was like, you're going to fucking die, man. That's so long. Yeah, like music festivals are. Have you been to a music festival? That's actually. I was gonna like go. I have been to one music festival in my life. Uh, it was one of the strangest and like worst experiences I've ever had in my life. Yeah, they're. That's that's uh, that's overstating it, but it fucking sucked. It's yeah. I feel like they're usually pretty shitty. Like especially. I mean specifically like. I don't know. Lollapalooza is horrible. Lollapalooza is a fucking hellscape there because it's like a bunch of like high school kids getting way too drunk and then getting like heat stroke <laughs> and like <laughs> vomiting everywhere <laughs> and like passing out. Yeah. The, the, the first time I went to New York in my life was um like the summer of 2016 and I went to go to the Panorama Festival. And if I was like, I, I, I think back a lot about, I think a lot about the year 2016 because like I had a lot of experiences in 2016 that if I was smarter at the time, I think I could have like been like, okay, this is like where shit is going and I should like kind of plan around it. Like I remember, uh, I lived in Ohio for a while in 2016 mm-hmm. and I, um, I campaigned for Bernie Sanders for a while. And then when he got knocked out of the primaries, I, and don't hate me for, for saying this. I was like a kid. I didn't know what I was doing, but I went out and I canvassed for Hillary Clinton <laughs> in Ohio. Nice. And I was like, I was just like this foolish kid where I was like, Oh, well, you know, Bernie lost, but them's the breaks. I guess I can still support a, a Democrat would be good. Yikes. And so I like went out and canvassed for uh, Hillary Clinton just out in like, um, like just Wayne County, Ohio, like straight up <laughs> rural Ohio. And I was like going door to door talking to people and like everyone, it was like a fucking all gas, no breaks episode. It was like everyone, I was like, Hey, have you considered voting for Hillary Clinton? And then they would just be like, they would say back to me the most insane shit I've ever heard in my life. Well, you know that she eats babies, right? Yeah. Like that's that she bathes in in, uh, baby's blood. Yeah. Like that's keep her her looking young. That was like the nicer shit that people said to me. But the thing is, is I was like still a kid and I like hadn't had like the, like the wool pulled from my eyes yet or whatever. And so like, I like, you know, I did that for like a day and then I just went, oh, well, you know, I'm sure she'll still win. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, uh, these fools, they're going to, they're going to wish that they like, you know, got on the right train or something. Like, Honestly, I, oh, we were, I, we were talking about, I sent you some, some pictures of, it was like, uh, it was like Nick Offerman and 
Amy Poehler or something. Oh, yeah, and they were like, this is why Putin should be. Yeah, they're like, this is our message to Russia. Go home, Putin, you stink. Or like, you know, it was some stupid, like, ineffectual bullshit like that. Yeah, I was definitely that kind of kid in 2016. But anyways, so that like all that was to say, like, the other experience that I had in 2016 where, like, if I was smarter when I experienced it, I could have, like, learned something and been like, this is... This all sucks. Like I should, I should divorce myself of this and like not, like associate like myself or like wrap my identity up in this. Was like going to a music festival. I went to New York and I went to the Panorama Music Festival, mm-hmm. which I don't think still exists anymore. It's like music festivals are like startups. It's like Lollapalooza yeah. and Bonnaroo and Coachella are like Google and Amazon and Facebook, and then there are all these little tiny ones True. around them that like sprout up and like vanish just as easily as they did, and it's just like this like money making frenzy for like a couple years for like, you know, like the local money there. Yeah. But anyway, so I went to the Panorama Festival in 2016, and um, I saw like the most hilarious assortment of artists. It was like I saw. Animal Collective. Like I saw Sufjan Stevens and then I like wandered across the field and saw Kendrick Lamar and like <laughs> thought it was really cool. But like, at, like, like, um, it was like during the heat dome in yeah. New York, which is like, it's like this period in the summer that just gets like insanely fucking hot. And I, I run the jewels had to delay their set because LP's laptop like melted. Oh my God. Yeah. It got really fucking, um, and I saw back, I saw LCD sound system there. Um, but yeah it was like like i was like this kid i was like i had just graduated high school when i went i was like you know you go and you're like hanging out with people and like starting conversations with strangers and stuff and they're all just like these 30 to 40 year old like man children who are like yeah i'm crashing on my friend's floor right now it's like dude like i just remember being like dude that's what i'm doing like i'm fucking 17 (laughs) you're doing this too it's like and then also like there was like a big sort of like tech exhibition within the festival where like there was like this huge wall of like Google stuff and like I think I still have it. They gave me like a free bandana. <laughs> it's like a free Google bandana. But it's like yeah, like looking back at all of it, there was like way more of a sinister vibe than I like. I like told myself there wasn't a sinister vibe because I was like this kid who'd never been to New York. I was like, oh, I'm going to the big city and like seeing all my favorite bands. My New York dream. Yeah, so I like tried to convince myself that it was really cool, but it was like really, like on one level sinister and on another level like on its face you could have just been like how long is this gonna fucking last like is this like like this is and this this is like you know like we like belabored the like downfall of like all of the cultural institutions that like brought the scene to that point right. and they're like they all still exist but it's like that was the period when they were all doing really well like that was like you know like, this was like right after like to pimp a butterfly came out like completely different whole like landscape and even then it was just like really like cr- like ramshackle like it was just like being held like so poorly held together yeah dude yeah i don't i don't know how these continue to exist i don't know it's it's always fascinating a pitchfork has their own music festival oh yeah have you you, it's in chicago have you gone i have i went uh i went once and uh i saw uh like black midi and like jpeg mafia and Krang Ben and um I'm trying to think I saw like Whitney like a bunch of like just like Whitney Whitney <laughs> I dude what a fucking that's a whole other discussion is is the, the topic of Whitney but 
Pitchfork, honestly, we were talking shit about the website, and I will continue to talk shit about the website, but that was actually, like, the most enjoyable music festival that I've been to, because it was really small, and, like, you could just, like, go get drinks while you waited between artists, and the stages were, like, you know, like, several hundred feet apart from each other, as opposed to, like, a full fucking mile. Yeah, that is kind of chill. I'm thinking back now, and I'm realizing that, like, uh... I saw a bunch of artists at the show too who like underwent complete like public metamorphosis. Like they like completely changed up their whole thing like right after I saw them. Like I saw FKA Twigs like after LP one but before Magdalene. Oh. Like bef- like when she was like still this like weirdo who was just like friends with Arca and like doing weird shit like off to the side and now she's like this like I don't Huge. know, like art pop, like queen figure. Yeah, it's true. Songs with the weekend and shit. Like, oh, it's, uh, it's true. I know a lot of people who are like crazy, crazy attracted to FKA Twigs. I don't know. And her music. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't really listened to it, to be honest with you. So I can't say one way or the other. Yeah. The album cover is weird, though. Well, yeah, no, like, she, like, had, a, like, a like cool like visual style or whatever. Like, that's all good, but I don't know. It's, it, like, that. that's another thing that I look back on the, like, mid-2010s the same way I do about, like, Vampire Weekend or something and go, like, that was, like, frivolous. <laughs> FKA Twigs? Yeah, it's, like, that was just, like, it's, like, you know, like, we didn't need that. Or maybe, I don't maybe I'm being, like, unkind. <laughs> I don't I, <laughs> I don't know. We definitely didn't need, like... Another like another year I think about pretty often was like 2013 because like I think that that was kind of the year that I like became the like disgusting wretched like culture enthusiast type mm. of person that I am today, mm. and it was because like um like uh, Mac Miller dropped watching movies with the sound off, yeah. Kanye West dropped Yeezus, the Arctic Monkeys dropped AM, right? Uh, Phoenix that... dropped um the Peach. The cover with that. Right, I remember that one. Yeah, you know, yeah. it was like that might have been like the apotheosis, like the golden moment of indie, and then it all just like recedes. Like that was the crest of the wave. <laughs> Dude, Phoenix, honestly, I still like Phoenix. Phoenix is cool. I mean, it's it's like it's fun to pretend that you're like a hot French person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, Wolfgang Amadeus Phoenix is still a ten. That's another thing that, like, you know, when people say that there isn't, like, 2010s culture, it's, like, I point to car commercial indie. Like, 1901 by Phoenix, like, Two Weeks by Grizzly Bear. It's, yeah. like, like Jay-Z going to, like, a Grizzly Bear show in, like, Bushwick and being, like, yeah, I love what these guys are doing, man. Yeah. It's, like, that was, like, that happened, man. That's a matter that's of awesome. historical record. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Grizzly Bear. I wonder what they're, I wonder what they're actually, I mean, I don't even know if they like exist. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure they fell the fuck off. I think it's hilarious to imagine fucking Jay-Z at a Grizzly Bear show. Swear to God. No, I believe it. I believe it. That's fucking funny though. And then like seeing that Kanye, Kanye is into like all these weird shit too. Well, yeah. Kanye like uh, on Yeezus, he like sampled Arca and he Mm -hmm. like. He was, like, working with all these, like, weird... Well, and it was, like, obviously, like, a Death Grips. Like, he was obviously just trying to ride the Death Grips wave, I think. 2012? Yeah, no, nah, man. It's, like, the Money Store came out the year before, and, like, No Love Deep, like... I thought Money Store came out that year. E- either way, I feel like Kanye was, like, trying to... Do uh, yeah, it was definitely pretty abrasive, but... It's, like, the equivalent of, like, uh, 
an artist who just like made like normal bland like Katy Perry shit like getting a like so slightly weirder with it and then being like I'm the newest hyper pop queen (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's me Um, Carly Rae Jepsen or like that's right yeah she she is sort of uh, in that category now I don't know Um, what the fuck was I gonna say we were talking about death grips oh you were talking about like the point when you you listened to Mac Miller and you were like, "This is it. I'm gonna, I'm into it now. Yeah. I'm a music guy now." <laughs> yeah. I think I listened to, I don't know, because I like listened to some cool. I listened to some cool shit like when I was younger, like in middle school. I'll still brag about the fact that I was into Ratatat when I was like in seventh grade. Yeah, pretty cool. That's probably the coolest thing about me, honestly. But, um, I got into like Death Grips when I was like a senior in high school same actually yeah and then i was like and then i was like oh this is it dude like this is it and then i started listening to black flag and i thought it was like so fucking cool yeah and then i got here and then i met somebody who like also listened to black flag and was really fucking annoying and like weird i didn't like them no when we were hanging out with keegan and he was talking about working at a music store and dealing with all these assholes and being like do people look at me and see him (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's true i know right maybe that's just a that's some self-reflection how you perceive by other people yeah when i was in high school um i annoyed the fucking living shit out of everyone i knew by being obsessed with animal collective (laughs) that's awesome i tried to like convince everyone that it was like the craziest thing that had ever happened that like the album strawberry jam existed i was like do you hear this this is crazy (laughs) yeah that's okay that's a band i feel no guilt being like that was frivolous frivolous we didn't need it like past sung tongs we didn't need you that's fair i mean sung tong- i haven't really listened to much past sung tongs but sung tongs is like a fucking awesome album that was actually going way back that was the first final record that i bought of my own accord oh no see that, that that's cool i bought it at half price books dude i totally went to half price <laughs> books too and i bought fucking chet baker sings it's my first vinyl record way better first final record than yeah uh, you know it wasn't it wasn't it was like you light a candle you put on my, my funny point, valentine you with, a, with a lady that's a great 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 record pour a glass of brandy <laughs> play some trumpet <laughs> yeah no you get into like a kind of erotic situation <laughs> definitely super super erotic i don't know man anyways what are you what are you listening to right now um i don't know i i've sort of been all over the place this week um i've been really i've been like getting back into that um band women oh yeah they're good man that was that was a good 2010s thing yeah dude that i'm talking about 2010 that's like such a cool band and like the stuff that they've gone on to do, the, a lot of the members have gone on to do after is also really, really cool. So somewhat cool. The preoccupations guys are pretty cool. Yeah. Like the, some of the stuff is cool. And then the lead singer of women has like their own project called Cindy Lee. I don't know. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. yeah good. Yeah. Really good. Really, really good. Yeah. Like super beautiful. Um, And then, I don't know. I mean, so they're just, they're really, really cool. I love listening to, their stuff that's what i've been listening to how about yeah. you 
Post Punk just got so lame like sh- shortly after them. It's true, and like I don't, I, that they're like a band that um, it was like, I don't know. I always, they're like a band that just makes me even more frustrated with like the sort of genre, like jerk off thing that happens a lot when you're like yeah. trying to talk to people about it. They're like, well, this is dark wave or whatever, <laughs> and like, and, but like they're like, it's hard to describe because they have like these weird songs that are like, will have like half of it will be like a drone, and then like the other half is like this really intricate like guitar work yeah stuff and that's cool i like it's it's awesome i respect bands who do stuff like that definitely i've been listening to actually i tried listening to the newest fk twigs uh mixtape oh i didn't know that was the thing and i was like this is yeah this is just incredibly like middle of the road bland i don't know and uh i also i listened to the new earl sweatshirt finally is there a new earl sweatshirt i'm so out of it yeah it's it's like some of it's pretty good, but some of it just like the beats sound like YouTube beats. <laughs> like they'd be behind like a guy being like, "What up? It's your boy." That's but instead, it's a real sweatshirt. He's getting super meta with it now, though. I yeah. feel like that's the natural route for him at this point. The lo-fi metaverse. Yeah, the Earl exactly. sweatshirt. <laughs> that's his next performance. Honestly, I've seen him live now twice. I would not recommend paying lots of money to go see him, honestly. Just yeah? Sort of rude, maybe. Because I, I love him as an artist. I think he's great. But it's just, like, really, really, like, it's, like, annoying because you want to go there and listen to Earl Sweatshirt, but then you have a bunch of these, like, fucking, you know, like, Zoomer, Tyler, the creator. That's not Zoomer. That's, like, no, I guess, man, it's, that's like pretty cusp Zoomer. Zoomer. Yeah, like, like, yeah, I guess, I guess, like, you know, whatever. They're really the Tyler, the creator, and, like, they're all there, like, just trying to mosh, and they're, like, super fucked up, and Earl's, like, ta- and, like rapping about, like, his, like, uncle and dad dying <laughs> and then like these zoomers like where's the like where's the frank ocean song where's uh yeah i don't know that's another artist by the way tyler the creator where i feel like you can like look at his discography and like he's sort of a great like bellwether for like how things change because he came out as this like really like problematic like slurry yeah, like right. offensive like scary rapper like influenced yeah, quote by unquote, like scary rapper no and it's like i mean like but then like um i don't know like he just kind of like he saw where the wind was going and just started making like really like pleasant festival like white people rap and it's like yeah pretty boring and now like and then he like evolved even further forward from that where he put out like well he put out a record like recently igor no um oh he put another one straight up he put out an i can't remember i can't remember what it's called because it left like a very like little of an impression Mm. but it was weird because he was like yeah this is like i'm getting back to my roots this is like me just like rapping and it was like there was this very strange quality to it where like it was it was tyler like he made all the beats the way he usually does and it was like there were even little elements of it that reminded me of like the charming off weirdness of like cherry bomb or like wolf like the early stuff but it's just like it's just got that like nerveless competence, you know, it's like, mm. like most shit that comes out these days that like will get promoted and like the artist will like be sure to do a Reddit AMA and then do like a pitchfork over under and then like play yeah. on Fallon. 
<laughs> is that it's like you, you can't like ever like pick out a fault with it. Like every millisecond of it is like just so it's like they've struck this perfect pose, but it's like completely bloodless. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there's no <laughs> bloodless anemic. Yeah. The most anemic couple. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I was texting JB. Yeah, Grimes and Chelsea Manning are like least blood couple of 2022. Between there's, those two people. There's not one human's worth of blood between the two of them. That's my take on those two. Together. They had to do that saw challenge. Like if one of them needed a blood transfusion from the other, like one of them would die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, And the other one would have a little bit more. Yeah. But I don't know. Anyways, I mean, you got anything else you want to say? I think uh, I think we covered everything that I was interested in talking about today. All right. Yeah. Well, we live in zombie times. This has been Fake Radio. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>